This is Jody Avergan, host of Ask Roulette, the conversation series in which strangers ask each other questions live on stage. This week, we've got the final excerpt from our recent show, On the Road in Washington, D.C. It was really a blast to go to Politics and Prose Bookstore and be joined by one of our favorite podcasters, Linda Holmes of NPR's Pop Culture Happy Hour. Before we get going, a word about Dig, who helps bring you Ask Roulette every other month live and here in podcast form every other week. The Dig Reader is the best way to set up your feed so that you can read all of your favorite internet things in one place. And the Dig Newsletter brings you about five stories to your inbox each and every morning. If you like finding cool stuff to read and share, set yourself up at digg.com. Okay, the next Ask Roulette Live show is November 24th. That's a Thursday at Housing Works in New York City. Kurt Anderson of Studio 360 will be there. Najin Farzad of The Muslims Are Coming will be there. Hopefully you will be there too. More information on our website, askroulette.net, and Twitter at Ask Roulette. Here we go. Off to Politics and Prose Bookstore, Ask Roulette, on the road from Washington, D.C. Close your eyes, Elliot. Uh, Number 58, come on up. Five, eight, there she is. Your name is? My name is Martina. Martina, say hello to Elliot. Elliot, say hello to Martina. I can ask any question, right? I don't know. Well, you should ask the one that you wrote down. Okay, if you could be on any season of The Real World, (gasps) which season would you have been on? This is an interesting question. It is, isn't it? Congratulations. There was a season in New Orleans, which would be cool. I'm from there, so I could have shown them like the cool stuff to do as opposed to what they did. <laughs> but I think this season when they were in Seattle, and just because like at the time I sort of had a crush on the guy named David, I thought he was really cute. So <laughs> just it takes me back to that time in my life. But wait, what year was the Seattle one? Gosh, I don't know. Anyone know? Five ninety eight. Okay, about right. We're um, talking late nineties. We're talking late nineties. You know that you would have it would you it wouldn't have not have looked good <laughs> if you were on that show and you and Dave. I, I know. Um, okay, Ugh. Elliot. Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, do you have an answer, Elliot? Do you have an answer? Yeah, I would. Um, the San Francisco season with is it Pedro? Right. Pedro. The whole. Are you kidding? Like. Oh, you could change your answer. That would be my answer. But that, okay. That's like uh, very quickly, uh, best thing to do in New Orleans. Um, the best thing to do in New Orleans is just to people watch. Man, go to Bourbon Street and just watch people act like fools. All right, seven, five, seven, Bridget. There she is. All right. Martina, you can open your eyes. Your name is? Bridget. Bridget, say hello to Martina. Martina, say hello to Bridget. And Martina, ask your question. Hi, Bridget. Hi, Martina. So my question is, what is the first music, tape, or CD that you bought with your own money? I do know this answer. I bought it the same day that I bought my first Walkman. Oh, wow. Um, And it was Good Charlotte. (laughs) (laughs) And I can't remember the name of the album, but it it was, the cover was black and green and I was you know going through you that you can cop to grade. this who knows the name of that album <laughs> I don't 
Anyone? I I don't. Eli, possibly. You got a good Charlotte. Give me give me two seconds. Uh, I believe it was called The Young and the Hopeless. Yep, The Young and the Hopeless by Good Charlotte. So that that gives you a hint on. Martina, what was yours? (laughs) Mine's pretty bad. Okay, don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) We've set the low bar. Oh, good. Well, no, it was worse. So the first music I bought was a CD, and it was Mariah Carey. That's great. Yeah. All right, Martina. Thank you very much. Thank you, Martina. We're really gonna miss you. We're really gonna miss you a lot. It's true. We will. Bridget, please close your eyes. Number seven hundred forty-nine. Seven, four, nine. There she is. Bridget, please open your eyes. Your name is Linda. Linda, say hello to Bridget. Bridget, say hello to Linda. Hi, Bridget. Hi, Linda. And Bridget, ask <clears throat> your question. Um, so if there were two movies made about your life and you could only see one, one is a Hollywood blockbuster, um, but maybe like things have been blown out of proportion or changed, and the other one is a documentary about you made without your knowledge of like <laughs> interviewing your friends and found footage, um, which one would you choose to see? But Sorry, just, you know the other one is out there, right? I guess, you, yeah, sure, you can know right. that both exist. Right, okay. You can wow. only see one, though. Well, I've always sort of thought that having a documentary about you is as close as you can get to attending your own funeral, right? Where, like, there's all these talking heads, and they're like, yeah. And you would hope it would be good, but what if it was bad? Then, like, you're ruined. (laughs) So, there we go. (laughs) You know, much like Hollywood, I'm going to lower the risk and go with the blockbuster. (laughs) There we go. All right. Bridget, thank you very much for joining us. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is Linda Holmes of NPR Pop Culture Happy Hour. Monkey C. Blog. Linda, thank you very much for joining us. And a special thank you because you, I've been running on fumes for quite a while. You that were, is true. Had a, like a nightmarish flight back into D.C. Yes. And the, the dullest taxi man was very angry at me. Dullest or dullest? Dullest. Oh, gotcha. Dullest airport taxi man. Very angry. I'm sorry to hear that. Because, okay. Sorry, I totally just watched no, that. The short version there. of this story is believe it or not, if you get to Dulles at two thirty in the morning, there's not a long line of cabs waiting to take people somewhere. So the cab man is like trying to call cabs and he's mad at us because we look grumpy because it's two thirty in the morning. I just got off a plane. He's like, Stop looking grumpy. Don't get mad at me. And it's I didn't say anything, but he was mad at all of us. It was a, quite a moment. It was bad. And at two thirty in the morning after a delayed yes, flight, yes, I felt yeah. awesome as you can. Imagine. All right, Linda. Before you ask a stranger question, yes. ready to answer a bunch of questions? Sure. At random. Sure. Uh, is forgetting to be polite with a significant other a sign of intimacy or just carelessness? Wow. Yes. <laughs> No, I in my own life, I would say intimacy more often. Because I, th- I actually think people are better at reminding themselves to be polite if they're trying to make an impression versus, you know. So I would say intimacy. If you could flip a switch and ensure that your best friend would answer every question truthfully, <laughs> would you flip that switch? Is your best friend here? Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Would anyone here flip that switch? Just hear the straight truth? It's just not. Couple people, yeah. You don't want to know. You don't want to no, know. You, you don't want to know, and it's nice to not know. 
Like more than well, it would be hurtful. You hope that they would tell you the things that you would want to know, right? And that the things that you don't want to know are the things they don't they don't choose to tell you. Right. Discretion. When was the last time you used math? Math? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um. Uh. Um. I'm sure it was something I did with money or trying to figure out how whether I could whether like all the bills were going to line up because I'm about to move. So it was probably trying to make sure that I had enough money for the move. I probably added everything up and tried to figure out whether I was going to run out of money before I got to the new place. If you could change one thing about D.C. that would make your life easier, what would it be? Oh, God. Dulles Air... Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, the t- I mean, I really... It is true that I think that the cab system here is, is very bad, but... I will take uh, this opportunity to advocate for public transportation people and say um, if I could improve like the public transit system so that it was a little kinder uh, to people, especially people who don't live right by a metro stop, like I used to take a bus. <laughs> so yeah, I would, I would improve public transit. All right. NPR. I would have said weather. Uh, would, mm-hmm. would you rather be totally overdressed or totally underdressed at a party? That's a great question. Um, Thank you. Fundamentally, that's a question of would you rather look like you care too little or like you care too much, right? And I would rather look like I care too little. But that's, ne- that's neurotic. That's the NPR way. It's neurotic. <laughs> yeah. It's neurotic but accurate. Uh, is there a particular kind of pet that you just can't stand? Oh, purse dogs. Purse dogs? Purse dogs. That's the only correct answer. First off. the only correct answer. All right, Linda, one more question. What is your favorite moment of the week? Of, like, any given week? Um, uh, yeah, you know, something, like, I guess, I that like happens. Monday I guess morning. it's, like, something that happens regularly, yeah. Um, a time of the week. My favorite moment of the week is Monday night after we tape our podcast. That's true. That's not a plug. That's true. Because it's always, it's a big, like, outlay of energy. And then we all go and drink water <laughs> together no. uh, it's, and it's always really fun and I'm always really happy and in a good mood and I always feel like I've accomplished something and then it's a big relax until the next time we have to do it so. okay so we have to wrap this up but you are going to get to ask a stranger a question and Wonderful. as we often do you're going to ask your question of Eli Bolin so Eli oh. get on up here Congrats. take that yellow seat just can't tear himself away from the keyboard all right, Linda, meet Eli. Eli, meet Linda. Hi, Eli. Hi, Linda. Uh, this actually is similar to the question that was asked of me, but this really was what I was going to ask. Uh, would you rather have your favorite musician write a great song about you, your favorite filmmaker make a great film about you, or your favorite writer write a great book about you? Uh, I, th- I think I think I, I would have... I think I would have my favorite musician write a song about me. I think. I mean, that's but that's kind of easy for me, I guess. I, mean, I don't know if that's too obvious or not, but like, I definitely it like. Was one of the options? Yes, was one of the options. Yeah, that's true. So it's totally fine. It's totally valid, right? Who? Mm-hmm. Who? Um, Nielsen have- or Newman? <laughs> it's fun. Well, because I just finished reading the biography of Harry Nielsen, so right now I would probably say that, um, especially you know, like young Harry Nielsen before he. His life went down a, a scary, sad path. But and he started writing hate songs. Yeah, uh, Linda, what would be your answer? 
Um, I think that I would go with the song also, but I'd have to think about who I wanted to write it. I don't okay. know. You will think about that. Laura Nero is my favorite singer, and oh, she did a write pick. a song, Eli's Coming. Oh, yeah. So think about it's a that. sexy song. All right. Eli Bolin, thank you very much. Lynn Holmes of NPR, thank you very much. Thank you. And thank you for coming to Astrolight. It's been really fun to be here in Washington, D.C. Subscribe to the podcast. Thanks for listening, and thanks again to Dig for helping sponsor Ask Roulette. Special shout-out to producer Mitra Kaboli for helping edit the Ask Roulette podcast. Remember, we're on Twitter, at Ask Roulette, also Facebook.com slash Ask Roulette, and online at askroulette.net for all the information you need about upcoming shows and more. See you soon.